0: This is Your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman.
1: Well, good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman. I'm here to have a wonderful show today talking about a very, very exciting topic, Taxes. Taxes in retirement. (laughs) So before I get into the topic though, let me bring in my my co host with me, Mr. Tony Shore, to help me have an awesome, exciting discussion today with you about taxes and taxes in retirement. Tony
0: (laughs) Wait, did you say
1: taxes are exciting? Tony, I did. I really did. And you gotta think (laughs) about that word taxes. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, that's okay. It gets the crowd going every time. And you know, Tony, probably all of our listeners out there today, if they're driving in their car, as soon as I said, taxes are exciting, they probably hit the brakes thinking, whoa, what? There's a, there's something happening because those two words just don't go together. Right. Um, and, and so I, I know that's, you know, it's always comical when we think about it that way, but ultimately taxes are going to either have a, a negative or positive impact right. on the financial decisions we make today tomorrow and potentially for the rest of our lives. And especially when we talk about getting into and through a successful retirement, the objective, the goal that we try to as fiduciary advisors help all the families that we're able to serve, the goal or objective is to minimize or reduce your taxes as much as you possibly can into and through retirement. And ultimately, when you look at the amount of money you could potentially save in taxes and retirement, that is exciting. And so taxes themselves, you're right, boring, blah, ugly. Nobody likes to think about them, but the amount of money you could potentially save in retirement and taxes, that's the exciting part.
0: There you go. The exciting part is learning how to minimize that tax burden, right? And understanding uh, why you need to look forward as far as taxes go, as well as back. We're so used to just having a tax preparer look at last year. Right, yeah, that's and right. Thinking yep. about last year, uh, but mm-hmm. it is really important to look ahead as well. And so I'm glad we're talking about this today, Jason. This is going to be a great show. But first, we have to uh, uh, dispense with some other news. Uh, I've had a busy week, as you know. You saw my son got I did. my son got married last weekend, and my wife and I. Uh, A lot of planning, a lot of stress on, you know, his part and our part, but it was so beautiful and just great. Uh, They had a really small, uh, just a private ceremony with us and her folks and and then the siblings, and then they're going to have the big celebration in May. On the twenty, wonderful.
1: The, yeah, I saw. I did see the pictures there, Tony, and it looked it looked beautiful. Yeah. It looked absolutely stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And so, congratulations Thanks. to you and your family. And appreciate it. It's got to feel pretty good after you know, like you say, you put all that time and all that stress and headache and hassle and preparation and money yeah. uh, goes into I'll that. And all of a sudden, yeah, you, you wake up Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> you wake up Sunday morning. You are like, wow, it's 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 over now. <laughs> like all that yeah. planning. And, wallet, time and, strength, and and time My
0: wallet doesn't feel like it's over, <laughs> but uh, it'll take a while to pay that one back. But yes. Yes, it, it does feel good. Uh, but you know what feels better than all that is uh the thoughts of what I'm gonna do to that room. What what we're gonna use that
1: <laughs>
0: his room for, right? So yeah, uh, all these new ideas now
1: that he's married <laughs> off and out and gone. It's like wow, you're getting some of your house back. Yeah, yeah, and probably a parking spot in your driveway. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, we have there's five mm-hmm. of
0: us. We have three kids, my wife and I, and three kids, yep. and we all drive right.
1: You all drive now? Yeah, okay. we all yeah. drive.
0: So we've had five cars to juggle, and we have a two-car garage. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, the driveway, the garage, the street, it's a it's a rotation. Who parks where? Yeah. Who's blocked in <laughs> when? Um, but yeah, and then my second oldest is 19 and in college, so... Uh she's uh, not home a lot anymore and that just leaves our 17 year old um sure. who's a yeah. junior this year she will be a senior in high school next year so we're we're creeping closer to that empty nest and we can To the empty We can nest, see yeah. the light. We're not quite there yet but we can see it on the horizon uh <laughs> There's light we're at just the end of the tunnel. Going, Tony. Mm, although my wife is uh she's emotional about him I not bet. being around, mm-hmm. you know, how that mm-hmm. gets and I'm like, no, he's on a new, we'll see him enough. Uh, I, we love him, but uh, it was sure. great having him around because he was always kind of the, he was always the even keel one that keeps us all together. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So So uh, we will miss that. How about you? Have you been busy?
1: Yeah, so we've had uh, really busy times here as well, not only with uh, the business. Obviously, we look back to how the market has performed in the last Uh, 12 months, 18 months. Let's look at the last three months. It's been a roller coaster ride. Uh, January, February, not pretty. March, a little bit of rebound there. Uh, so that's been busy in the office. But on a personal note, Tony, yeah, we've had a really busy week or two here as well. My kids were actually off on spring break last week, and uh, we didn't go anywhere last week. We actually, towards the end of the week, where we did what we call a a staycation. Oh, awesome. Where we just got two nights at a hotel here in town. Uh, they have a pool, an arcade, and a restaurant attached. So we just got away and spent some family time in, in, uh, in a local venue, so we are able to stay close to home. Uh, yet kind of get away and do some fun stuff for the kids as well. And we let each of them uh, invite a friend. So we had all three of our kids, and then they each had a friend with them. Wow. Uh, We got adjoining rooms in the hotel, and it just uh – it was fun. It was a good time and I feel yeah. I feel sorry for housekeeping after they had to come in those two rooms and, <laughs> and clean up yesterday cuz boy, you know you get you get two 8-year-old boys, uh-huh. uh two 14-year-old girls and two 11-year-old girls all together and swimming oh, and hot to you just and it's it was so much fun. Well, so it was much fun, fun for the me, kids, but, uh,
0: but it sounds like a lot of work
1: for mom and dad. Is what you know like. when we think about it that way. You're right. It was, there was not a vacation a, again, for
0: you guys probably. Not
1: quite a vacation for us, and not the extent of planning the wedding like you did. But <laughs> yeah, even just the planning that goes into a couple of days at oh, a local isn't hotel. It and crazy,
0: yeah. It's crazy,
1: yeah. and the money you spend, and oh. and, and you know it's um. But it was awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. It was really fun for for the family sure. and for the kids. And mom and dad are glad it's done. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. things that the kids really look forward to, and and mom and dad look forward to it being being done and over. Sure. And uh, well, today, uh, you know, back back to school this week for the kids. Yeah. And yep.
0: well, looking forward to something being over is kind of what April is all about. With taxes for a lot of people, they're like, okay, got the taxes done and in. Uh, that's yeah, done. Absolutely Ooh, right. Put taxes behind us. Why are Mm -hmm. you guys talking about taxes? But really, taxes are on a lot of folks' mind. Minds, of course, it's April, that's tax month. Uh, But really, you have to look at okay, uh, what can be done for next year's taxes now? What mistakes were made? So you got to look at what happened. Well, that's right. But but also uh, thinking further ahead about your investments because we know taxes are going to be going up in the future, right?
1: Absolutely, Tony. I mean, the the writing's on the wall there when we think about a a couple things you mentioned. Taxes will be going up in the future. And right now, uh, our federal income tax brackets are under what's called the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. And in that that tax act, they actually reduced or lowered five of our seven federal income tax brackets. And we know that 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 tax law sunsets or repeals back to what the tax rates were or even higher come January of 2026. So so when we talk about taxes increasing, yeah, most likely when we look at the spending the government's doing, whether it's Republican or Democrat or whoever's in office at that time, there's it there's just an exuberant amount of of spending and so there has to be an increase in taxes to pay for that spending, Tony. And you're right. When we think about this time of year in April being tax month, it's a lot of people call it the old dreaded month of the year. Uh, (laughs) The dreaded month of the year is figure out, you know, taxes. And it's not exciting and nobody likes doing taxes, but you hit the nail right on the head, Tony, when when you talk about one of the ways we help the families that we work for is proactively thinking about all of our decisions financially, proactively thinking about what will these decisions do to us tax-wise, not only this year, but for years down the road in the future. And generally, you're gonna have a more positive impact when you do your tax returns, meaning either less money you have to pay in at the end of the year or maybe even a bigger refund longer term down the road, especially in retirement, if you do more proactive tax planning now versus, as you mentioned, Tony, the old-fashioned the old fashioned reactive where by this time of year, we've gotten all the documents in the mail, we've printed them offline, we sit down in front of TurboTax, or we take them to our CPA accountant, and we simply input all the data that's a reaction to what those companies provided for us, and then we react to, uh oh, I gotta cut a check to the IRS, or we react, yes, I'm getting a refund. And um, you know, and you're right, nobody nobody really likes to think about taxes after April 15th, right? Right. Not until next right. year. So you know that that's where we want to try to have a more a more powerful impact on families and our listeners out there today is. Uh, maybe have a have a tax discussion with your financial advisor. Uh, to to make sure you're doing everything most tax efficiently inside of your investments, not only for today and this year, but for years to come, into and through retirement.
0: Right, and that's a great way to put it. Be proactive, not reactive. I think a lot of people, once they file their taxes, they don't think about it again until next year. And tax season. Right. Well, who wants to? Right. Tax season Tony, rolls I mean- around. Right. Who wants to? But this is another area where you need to be working with a professional. You need to have a financial services professional who's looking at the big picture, who's working alongside your CPA or tax professional and planning for the future. Uh, What can you do with your finances this year uh, to help with taxes? Not only next year, uh, of course, that's part of the plan, Uh, but in retirement, because, you know, you and I have talked about retirement accounts on the show a lot. And Mm -hmm. I know that most of them have uh, tax implications and are very taxable when you start taking that money out. So I want to ask you about that, but we should probably take a quick break first, Jason. Uh, And before we take the break, uh, you've got a special offer. I know for listeners out there, we're going to offer a copy of your book. And uh, you and your your dad there who run the business and have have for years have a a great book. It's called Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. And we're going to give away 10 copies to the next 10 people who call in. Um, And I want to encourage them to do that. The phone number here is 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. Or they can just go to GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com and get a hold of you that way. That's GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. And stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, And I'm here with our host, the man with the plan, is Jason Kreiderman. And Jason... We're talking about taxes today,
1: and before- th- Yeah, what an awesome topic, right, Tony? How exciting is this, taxes?
0: I am so excited it hurts, Jason. Uh- <laughs> well, I can see it on your face, Tony. I can. <laughs> well, you know, here's the deal. Uh, right now, taxes are on sale, right? I mean- They are, uh, absolutely. We, we're, we're in one of the lowest, as far as federal tax rates go, they're the lowest they have been- uh, almost in history, they're really low Absolutely. right now, mm-hmm. and we know they're going to go up. Uh, the government spending uh, since, uh, especially since COVID,
1: well, especially since COVID, yeah, trillions I mean, we, we and trillions
0: our... of dollars. I think between six and twelve yeah. trillion dollars uh, yep. added added to our already bloated spending just on COVID and yeah
1: i mean our national debt was going through the roof anyhow yeah. tony and, and you look at what happened with covid and, and the spending we've seen since then and and i really don't i don't see that slowing down tony whether you know the republicans or democrats whoever's in office i, I just don't see that slowing down Tony. Well,
0: <laughs> well yeah when's the last time uh congress the senate or the house or the government cut uh spending they've they, don't, they, they don't. don't cut spending. I mean, they just don't. They never and cut spending. And if they spending. do, you
1: sure don't hear about it. If they do, you sure don't hear about it, or it doesn't have as drastic of an impact right. as when they increase something like taxes. Yes,
0: exactly. So they're not going to cut spending, so what are they going to have to do? Increase taxes. To- well, we
1: think about increased taxes, so we think about a balance sheet, and the government really has a balance sheet, just like you do in your family. Sure. We have expenses on one side, and then we have income on the other. And the government's balance sheet with the expenses going through the roof the way they are. And then the other side is their income. Well, the government's only source of income is taxation, taxes. Exactly. And if we look at what the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, we look at what that did. And you mentioned it, Tony, that put taxes on sale. That cut reduced or lowered five of the seven federal income tax brackets. So just think about that from a simple balance sheet aspect. Your expenses on one side are going up, but your income or taxes, their source of income on the revenue is going down. Well, if that was your household where you had increased expenses and reduced income, you'd have to do one of two things or both. You'd either have to cut your expenses and or increase your income. Mm -hmm. We look at the government no different. If we look at their spending is going through the roof. Do you think Republican or Democrat, do you think they're going to drastically cut their expenses? No. And most of our listeners out there, Tony, I think would agree with exactly what you just said, and probably as confidently as you said that. No. So what are they going to do? They have to, ultimately, they have to increase taxes. And the current law is actually set to, to expire or reset in 2026, which says tax rates, the five tax rates that were cut or lowered, as you said, Tony, it was perfect. Taxes are on sale and, and the sale ends. This sale ends or taxes go back up in 2026. And that's only four years away, Tony. Uh, and and, the, and the, the scary thing is that the the whoever's in office at that time, they could allow the tax rates just to go back to where they were, or they could allow them to go higher and reset the new federal income tax brackets even higher than where they were before. So, you know, those are definitely things that, that all of our listeners out there today really need to uh, kind of have on the radar screen yeah. and be aware of. And what can you do in the next four years? What can you possibly do before those taxes go back up?
0: That's the key, isn't it?
1: That it really is. I mean, there's there are strategies that you can employ, and as we've talked about many times on the show, Tony, is depending on what type of investment accounts you have, whether they're tax-deferred, like IRAs, 401Ks, or they're tax-free, like Roth IRAs, municipal bonds, certain forms of properly structured life insurance, uh, or taxable accounts like non-qualified brokerage accounts. Those are the things we really need to be focusing on right now is is really how much money do we have that's going to be in future taxed accounts like 401ks, IRAs, and what might the taxation of, of those dollars look like in 5, 10, 15 years into retirement. Are there any strategy, strategies or techniques that you could actually employ now before taxes go back up? So you could ultimately reduce the amount of taxation on that money. And, Tony, anytime you reduce the amount of money you pay in taxes, whose pocket does it stay in? Yours. It stays in yours 100%. And that's really the goal and the objective when we think about making taxes exciting and and a passion of ours is it's very exciting. And and I do get very passionate about how much money I can help families save in taxes, meaning the the more money they can not send to the IRS legally, the more money you can keep in your pocket. And that's very empowering.
0: It is very empowering. And I'm glad you brought up uh, retirement accounts and taxes, because that's where I think this issue where people, oh, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not retired yet. Or maybe retirement's a year off, or mm-hmm. five years off, or maybe people are in retirement. But what most people don't realize is most retirement accounts that people have nowadays, are tax-deferred. In other, way, in other way, yep, and, and we don't think about that. We just think, hey, my money's going into that account tax-free. I don't yeah, have to pay absolutely. taxes on that. That's what you think when you're accumulating and when you're working at a job and have a 401k or have an IRA, a traditional IRA. These are all tax-deferred accounts. And most retirement accounts are tax-deferred. But then what happens when you get in retirement and you actually are on a fixed budget and you that paycheck stops coming in then you have to use that money in those retirement accounts to live on so when you That's when right. you pull it out fully taxable correct
1: Fully taxable. Yeah. And that's something, Tony, that we we stress at all the the workshops and classes that we do, all of our quarterly lunch and learns uh, with all the families we meet, whether it be a phone call from the radio show like this or a referral. uh, One of the biggest areas we're able to help people try to be try to forecast into the future is all the money we have sitting in those tax deferred accounts right now. What might it look like if taxes go back up in four years to just where they were? Or what if they only go up by another 2 or 4% over time down the road? And how much of that money might we end up losing to future taxation? And, uh, you know, because what you said, Tony, is these tax-deferred accounts. A majority of the wealth in the United States of America is sitting in tax-deferred accounts. And that is that is uh because people have been such good savers. They listened to mom and dad or grandma and grandpa that told them once you get a job, save money, put it away for retirement, put it into the 401k, especially if you get a company match. That's free money. Have it taken right out of your paycheck so you never see it. And watch the compounded growth over time. And and that's awesome. Those accounts were so cool yeah. for growing your wealth. But when we look at how 401ks and IRAs, those types of tax deferred accounts, how they're treated in retirement, especially when we start taking income from them, uh, they're just not the most efficient uh, uh, tax vehicles to have at that time. And really, when we talk about what is tax deferral, it's no more than kicking the can down the road, Tony. Um, You know, when we put money in 401ks, we didn't have to pay income taxes on it. That was pretty cool. Now, taxes were still due though, right? Mm -hmm. I mean- Taxes are still due on that money. We just didn't have to pay it that year. And then every year we get growth on that money. We don't have to pay the taxes that year either. Now, we all know taxes are going to be due at some point in time, but it's that whole out of sight, out of mind thing. Kick the can down the road. I'll worry about that later. I'll worry about that later. So,
0: But the problem with these accounts, not only do you have to pay taxes later, but you have to pay taxes on the growth. So you'll have to pay taxes on the money you put in and the growth when you pull it out. So yeah, that's key. So that's you have to key. pay taxes on all of it that, that is in there. So a lot of people don't realize that I traditional IRA or 401k. That's not all your money in there. You might say I've got $100,000 in this IRA uh, that I can that's use right. or $200,000. Well, guess what? If you have $100,000 in an IRA and you go into retirement and you want to start taking that out, really uh, 25, 30% of that is Uncle Sam's.
1: Yeah, it really is, Tony. That's a good way to look at it. I mean, and matter of fact, you know, you mentioned our book. Uh, that's chapter six. Chapter six in our book is called Taming the Taxes. Mm. And that's exactly what it talks about is how much of your money is actually yours versus you've saved it all. How much are you going to get to keep at yeah. the end after you pay taxes? Yeah, these retirement accounts and, uh, are
0: really joint accounts with Uncle Sam. And they really what are. bothers he's me actually, about that, he's not even my real uncle.
1: He's not even real uncle, but he's, he's, yeah, but he's going to get money out of your yeah, account for you do, and then when you pass away, he's actually a beneficiary on your account as well. Mm. And, and so, you know, that, those are just things that, that we try to help, uh, investors out there and our listeners. Yep.
0: yep I, I agree. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that and what you can do, some solutions, but we do need to take another break here, Jason. Is there anything else uh, we should add? I guess we should offer, uh, the listeners, a copy of that book you mentioned. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So listeners, uh, we're going to do it again, give away uh, a copy of the book and, uh, it's, it's a good one. Uh, it is. And you guys, you and your dad had did such a good job with this book. There's so much great information in here. It's called empower your retirement plan for the best, prepare for the worst. And to get a copy call nine eight nine. Eight three five seven two zero three. That's nine eight nine eight three five seven two zero three. Or you can get a hold of Jason and his staff there by going to GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. That's GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour and our host Jason Criderman right after this. All right, and we're back. This is your Financial Empower Hour. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. And today's topic is taxes. Uh, But more importantly, what you need to know about future taxes and how to minimize that tax burden, especially as you plan for retirement, Jason, because as you were talking about in our last segment, boy, uh, these retirement accounts, very taxable, and uh, another thing is, I've also heard uh, that your Social Security can be taxed. So if you've got an IRA, mm-hmm, that's If true. you got a traditional IRA or four hundred one k or four hundred three b, you'll have to take taxes when you'll have to pay taxes when you take that money out, and you could possibly get taxed on your Social Security uh, up to eighty five percent. They can uh, they can tax you on eighty five percent of that income.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, that's an interesting um, creature in itself right there. I'm glad you brought that up, Tony. It's very important. I think we talk about that for a few minutes here for our listeners that when we look at social security income, you know, that was a tax on every dollar that we earned while we were working. And we put in a certain percentage out of each dollar we made as well as our employer did. And that goes into our social security retirement income bucket, let's call it. And if we think back to when Social Security was introduced in the early 1930s by President Roosevelt, he had said back then that Social Security would never be taxed, that Social Security income would not be taxed within his lifetime. And what happened, Tony?
0: Uh, yep. And <laughs> uh, I think, when did they enact that? It Was it in the 80s, I think?
1: It was actually, yep, it was actually yeah, in the mid-80s. Yeah, they, they decided that
0: it could be taxed, or at least 85% right. so, of it could be taxed taxed in some way.
1: Yeah. At that point in time, it was up to 50%. So if we think about that from the early thirties until the early eighties, that's let's say 50 years, every dollar of social security was tax free. There was not $1 of social security income that was taxed from the thirties to the mid eighties. At that point in time, the government did make a law change and they decided they could start taxing up to 50% of our social security income could now be taxed at your federal income tax bracket. And so that was a big change. Mm. Now now a lot of Social Security income was being taxed, which meant more income or revenue back into the government. And let's flash fast forward about 10 years to the early to mid-90s, and the government actually made another taxation change to Social Security. And now they said in the early 90s they could tax up to 85% mm. of your Social Security could be taxed at your state and or federal income tax rate. So... Um, at some point in time, do we see, Tony, that maybe they just increase that to 100%? Uh, I think so. You know, I really don't, I guess I don't see why they haven't done that yet, but but who knows? So if we think about that, you know, we've had a lot of families we've met over the years that maybe they didn't pay any Social Security tax at all, or only 50% of their Social Security was taxed. But then, Tony, they, they had money sitting inside 401ks or IRAs, those tax-deferred accounts, and they got to the required minimum distribution age, which is an age set by the IRS that is now 72, used to be 70 and a half, it's now 72, that any money you have sitting in those tax-deferred accounts, the IRS forces you to take money out Mm -hmm. every year then for the rest of your life. Well, unfortunately, we've seen a lot of families uh, either have none of their Social Security taxed or only 50% being taxable until they hit that sweet age of, what used to be 70 and a half and is now 72 they're forced to take a required minimum distribution now every year for the rest of their life, which now makes their social security either become taxable from zero to 50 percent, or maybe even from zero all the way to 85%. So again, that's a tax later in life that, that you just, you don't want to be blindsided by if you took social security, maybe from age 62 or 65 up until 72 and you didn't pay any taxes on that money or only 50% of it was taxed. And now all of a sudden for the rest of your life, 50 to 85 to maybe a hundred percent of your social security is going to be taxed. Those are things that we, when we talk about proactive planning, Tony, these are the ty- these are the types of concepts and strategies that we want to empower families and investors with is let's look at all of your money and what it might look like today and what it might look like in the future. When you start drawing income out of that portfolio, especially Tony, as you mentioned, those tax-deferred accounts.
0: Well, right, and um, there you go. I I think when you've got a tax-deferred account, you've got Social Security, uh, a lot of people don't realize. I've talked to people, and I used to be one of these people, I'll be honest with you, Jason. uh, I didn't realize that I would have to be worried about taxes in retirement because I'm I'm not working Mm -hmm. anymore. So I'm like, I'm not working, and I didn't realize Social Security was taxed. So I'm thinking my taxes are going to go way down. That's going to be, that's one of my least concerns about retirement It's taxes. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people fall into that trap. And if they're not working with a good financial services professional like yourself, uh, that's where uh, they might get uh, derailed with any retirement income. uh, And that's not good because that can make or break the success of your retirement. And you want to be able to live comfortably in retirement. That's our goal, right?
1: Absolutely. Well, and again, you know, we've been doing this, my dad and I and our team uh, for just over 20 years now. And the last thing we want to see is somebody get blindsided later in life, in retirement, when they're in their 60s or 70s or 80s, and all of a sudden they get thrown into a higher tax bracket than when they were working. Uh, And a lot of people, as you said, Tony, they think, gee, when I'm retired, I'll have less income, my taxes will go down. And part of that statement is true. You may have less income from your employer, However, you're gonna kick in Social Security, that's additional income. You probably still have a certain amount of money per month that it takes to live your lifestyle. And you maybe start pulling that from your tax deferred accounts. So that's counted as as income. Mm-hmm. And then if you have any money left in those tax deferred accounts, when you reach age 72, the golden age to have to take that forced required minimum distribution. That gets added to your to your overall income tax. Uh, and we haven't even talked on or touched on, Tony, yet if you're a single filer versus married or where, where widowers really get hurt is when they were filing, married filing jointly, and a husband or wife passes away, that could drastically change the future taxation for that surviving spouse. Mm. And so, again, things we don't often like to talk about every day, but being fiduciary advisors, that's my dad and I. And our team's job, our duty, is to help educate and empower our listeners and our clients that we need to be prepared for these things that might happen in the future to protect as much of your money as we possibly can. Yeah,
0: I I think that's great, Jason. And I also know that you talk about that uh, a lot in your book. And uh, the book covers a lot of different things. Uh, Like you said, taxes are one of them. Uh, And I want to remind our listeners that book is called Empower Your Retirement plan for the best, prepare for the worst. And I know that's your motto. Uh, You've helped so many of your clients out with that. Uh, So listeners, pick up the phone, get a copy of the book. We're giving away 10 copies. 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. Again, there's no cost or obligation for that or you can contact us via greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. You can contact Jason at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And Jason, great show so far. Uh, we're going to wrap things up with some possible solutions when we get back right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, we're talking about taxes today, and we talked about traditional IRAs, four oh one Ks, Social Security, how they can all be taxed. So what are some options out there for tax free income for our listeners? What's the what's the solution here?
1: Yeah, great, great question, Tony. And so we'll step back a little bit and talk about those tax deferred accounts like four oh one Ks, four oh three B's. 457s. Those are mainly employer-sponsored plans, and then traditional IRAs or rollover IRAs. Uh, those are more of the uh, um, the investor plans that we that we have. And all those dollars inside those accounts are tax deferred, which means the tax bill on every dollar we put in there, plus every dollar of growth, that tax bill is going to be due at some point in time in the future, either when we choose to take the money out or We hit the golden age now of 72, and the IRS forces us to take money out of those accounts every year for the rest of our life. And what that does is you're going to owe taxes on all that money, everything you put in, all that growth, it's going to come due at some point in time, and it could even cause you to pay higher tax on Social Security, capital gains, might throw you in a higher tax bracket, a lot of unfortunate negative things could happen. So one of the things that you asked, Tony, is what are some solutions? And so there's another type of account out there called tax-free. So there's tax-deferred and then tax-free. And this actually, again, is in Chapter 6, Tony, of our book. Uh, it's called Taming the Taxes. And in that chapter, we talk about these different types of accounts, tax-deferred versus tax-free, and how to potentially shift our dollars from tax-deferred accounts into tax-free accounts. Especially if we can do that in the next four years while taxes are on sale, we will potentially pay a lot lower tax rate now on all those or or any of those IRA dollars we can convert over. You potentially could pay the lowest federal income tax rate of the rest of your life by paying the taxes now, rolling those dollars or converting them over to maybe a Roth IRA. Roth IRAs under today's law, they're after tax money, so everything you put in has already been taxed, but all the growth... Is 100% tax-free every year for you when you take it out, your spouse, your beneficiaries, all the growth, all the money inside there, and all the income is 100% tax-free. So what an awesome opportunity while taxes are on sale, Tony, to potentially roll dollars or convert dollars out of our IRAs that are future taxed money at who knows what the rate will be, pay the taxes now at a rate we know what it is, and put those dollars into maybe a Roth IRA or some form of properly structured life insurance that allows tax-free cash income in retirement. Uh, so those are some of the techniques and strategies, Tony's we've been, we've been helping a lot of our families with for, well, almost 20 years, just over 20 years now that we've been in business together, uh, my dad and I and our team. But uh, more importantly, here in the last three, four, five years since we've seen these reduced federal income tax brackets. Sure.
0: So, uh, and with taxes on sale, as we talked about earlier right now, taxes are, are really at historic lows. Uh, Absolutely. Now would be a good time for people to maybe make a move with some of these tax deferred accounts into a, a non-taxable account like a Roth IRA, Correct.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, now's the time to, to. You should be either sitting down on your own. Um, it's hard to do. So, you really want to have a trusted advisor, a fiduciary advisor like my dad and I, uh, or someone else on our team, um, to sit down and do a tax analysis. You do an, an income analysis first, determine how much income you have right now, the sources. Uh, What federal tax bracket are you in? We call them tax steps. What tax step are you on? And then you do an income analysis determining how much more income could you have on that same bracket or step uh, before your taxes would go up to the next bracket. And then that might be your Roth conversion opportunity, as you mentioned, Tony, to convert money out of the IRAs. Go ahead and pay that tax on it now. That way you get in a tax-free account, Tony. You know it's tax-free for the rest of your life. So if tax brackets go up, even just back to where they were, and we most people think they're probably going to go higher uh, we can get those dollars taxes paid on those dollars now and growing tax free for the rest of our life Pretty pretty powerful wow. opportunity that, that some some investors have today
0: it is it is and of course you know if you're converting or rolling over money from a tax deferred account you have to pay taxes on it now but yeah I've heard the analogy I've heard you give the analogy well do you want to pay taxes now when they're lower? Uh, on the you know seed, or do you want to pay taxes on the crop, the the entire Absolutely. crop later mm-hmm. when there's going to be more of it, when it's going to have grown? Uh, because in a Roth, not only do you not have to pay taxes on the principal what you put into the Roth, but it grow has that same growth, uh, but it's tax free. So when That's you pull right. yeah, out, I mean- when you pull the money out in retirement, uh, you don't pay taxes on the principal or the growth, right?
1: That's right, Tony, 100%. I love how you use that analogy, which we've used many a times, is the seed versus the crop. Uh, Most people you ask that to, once they understand it, I would rather pay 100% of the time taxes on the seed because I know I'm going to have more crop in the harvest down the road that I won't have to worry about paying taxes on again. And that's really the same analogy as a a Roth IRA. Uh, Everything that goes into the Roth has already been taxed, So if we do convert money out of an IRA account like that, a tax-deferred account, we have to pay the taxes that year on the amount we convert. And then once it gets into the Roth, you're absolutely right, Tony. That's 100% tax-free forever under today's law for the rest of your life. For you, your spouse, the beneficiaries, everybody will never pay another dime of taxes on, on that money inside the Roth IRA. And another analogy we use a lot of times, Tony, is... The, the taxes are owed on every dollar that's inside of our four hundred one k's and our IRAs. Legally, the taxes are owed on every dollar. Well, would you rather bite the tax bullet or get hit by the tax bomb? Ah. Uh, because because really, we think about you know bullets and bombs are are devastating and and death comes. Yeah. Well, if we if we can bite the bullet to avoid the bomb, you'll save a lot more money, a lot more life of your money will be saved versus if you if you don't, if you just get hit by the tax bomb later, that's very devastating and take a lot of life out of your retirement, take a lot of life out of the income and take a lot of life out of your portfolio. Uh, So again, we try to show a lot of our our listeners and and our callers and our our clients and families, we help uh, how to pay more taxes on the seed, less on the crop and how to maybe avoid the tax bomb by, by nibbling and biting off on those tax bullets.
0: Well, and that's that is crucial, obviously, for any successful retirement. Now we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Uh even though we're talking about wow. taxes, uh a great show, a lot of information packed into this show. So Jason, I know you're more than happy to talk with our listeners about this,
1: correct? Absolutely, Tony. Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I, I want our listeners to pick up a phone and call us, uh, If nothing else, get the book, get a copy of the book, empower your Mm -hmm. retirement, plan for the best, prepare for the worst. And that number is 989-835-7203. And you can also set up a complimentary no cost, no obligation consultation uh, with Jason and his team there. Just call 989-835-7203 or Visit him on the web at Great Lakes Investment That's Great Lakes Investment Good show today, uh, Jason. That does it, folks, for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc. Registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be
1: discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.